back to the 20-Sided Podcast. My name is Brian Flaherty, and as always, I am your Dungeon Master, and I'm joined today by our three fabulous players. Say hi, everybody. Hi. Hello. Hi. We've got Chanuk Tessera. Oi, oi, oi. We've got Abby Hepworth. Oi, oi, oi. And we've got <laughs> Noah Gebstad. Oi, oi, oi. Oi, oi, oi. Everybody on, the, on three. One, two, three. Oi, oi, oi. Oi, oi, oi. Nailed it as always. How are you guys feeling? Great. Uh, I never want to eat vegetables again, but otherwise good. Yeah. Bummed uh, out. That's fair. That's fair. It sucks that I'm vegan, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you, you don't want to talk to your food, because you don't want to know what they have to say. You're not going to eat carrots for like a week and a half. Never again. But asparagus, fuck those guys. <laughs> Apparently <laughs> eggs have something to do with this all too. I think the eggs are definitely French. Do not get me started on the carrot people. <laughs> I am enough, and that is enough. There that's it a, is. That's a little French joke for you. That's mm. the joke. <laughs> oh, working on that all week. Working on that all week. Uh, y'all ready to play some D&D? Let's do it. Yes, sir. Bing bong. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your life. <laughs> Fuck your shit. <laughs> Fuck your recap. <laughs> Last time on Prisoners of the Static. After being officially welcomed into the village, you made your way to the local pub called the Ego Death and were greeted by a ghost of Natasha's past, the former captain of the Gilded Ghost and her de facto father, Bonnie Bob Jones. Unable to process that Bob was alive, Natasha bolted from the bar, trailed by an equally flabbergasted Gilly. At the bar, Yaksha and Siani ordered some drinks, all of which seemed to be distillations of pure emotion, and got a lay of the land. Yaksha went off to find Natasha while Sieni looked around the bar and noticed number 22 watching them from a corner stool, trying and failing to remain inconspicuous. Sieni approached him and attempted to extract some information, but number 22 was too skittish and quickly excused himself, but not before Sieni snuck his deft fingers into number 22's pocket and extracted a bundle of papers, all written in some kind of subtle code. After getting her head together, Natasha made her way back to the Ego Death and ran into number 22 as he exited. She grabbed him by the shoulder and hissed an intimidating, Be seeing you, which terrified him and communicated that they would be speaking again very soon. In his haste to escape, he accidentally dropped the key for the encoded pages that Sieni had snatched. Back inside, Natasha questioned Bonnie Bob, now numbered 808, and learned that he had been in the village since he went overboard, but didn't seem to remember Natasha or his life before the village. When she pressed him on some inconsistencies in his stories, he grew unsteady and excused himself from the conversation, but the cracks shone through. Natasha noticed a picture of 22 pinned behind the bar. She snuck back, grabbed it, and realized it was taken aboard the ill-fated RMS Titanfall. Number 22 was a passenger on that very ship. Yaksha shrouded the crew in shadows, and you all snuck upstairs to discover number 808's room. Inside, Natasha found a nearly completed ship in a bottle, a perfect recreation 
of the Gilded Ghost. She also searched in a locked trunk and found recreations of Bob's captain's coat and his beloved compass. Sienny looked at the bar's ledgers and noticed an increase in orders of pure joy. But that stock did not seem to be present in the bar. You all snuck downstairs and entered a storage closet and noticed a secret back room. Sienny cast speak with plants and conversed with a carrot named LaRoche and learned the intricacies and the tensions between all of the different types of produce in this particular closet and also learned that this secret door was used regularly. You opened the door and entered into darkness and unknown. And you forgot that Yaksha got lit as fuck. Yaksha got <laughs> lit as fuck. So it's currently Gilly. lit as fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Three quarters of our party is currently lit. Yeah, everyone, <laughs> but, but before we start, anyone who would describe themselves currently as lit or lit as fuck, can you please roll a constitution saving throw? God damn <laughs> no. it. God damn it. What a mistake. Can I roll for Gilly? Uh, you can roll for Gilly, sure. Okay. Oh, what's her constitution modifier? Uh, she gets a plus one. Oh, sorry, plus three. I got 14. 17? Gilly got an 11. She's losing this battle. Gilly, this is a pretty low save, but she did not make it. She's DC 12. <laughs> oh, Gilly no. is Damn. a little hiccup drunk. <laughs> like, she is so giggly and hiccupy, she's going to have disadvantage on no! um, uh, stealth checks. Like, she also can't see like, anything, right? She also currently can't see anything as there's no <laughs> light. So she's basically the drunk that you're trying to come home and not wake up your roommates, but you're doing everything loud. Yeah, you, you guys can see you're everything You're getting like giggling. six pots and pans out, but you're like, shh, shh, shh. be quiet. Making microwave nachos. <laughs> Natasha is literally like guiding her by the shoulders and she's still bumping into things going oh shit shit oh sorry sorry shh, shh, sorry sorry <laughs> Gilly you gotta keep your cool hey I can I, I'm good I'm good I can hold I can hold my giggles <laughs> I can, I can, I, I can hold, don't I can start, hold. If you start, I I'll start. Go, don't, don't, don't. If you start, I'll start. And then we'll just, <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll just, no. Come no, on, guys, start. don't start. You guys start, I start. <laughs> if I see somebody giggle, then I'll have to giggle. No, 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 you're not going to giggle. I'm going to giggle. Oh, yeah, it's a giggle party. Oh, it's a giggle party. <laughs> uh, you guys enter this, this, you open this door, you see the glyph above you, light momentarily kind of alerting this alarm spell and you guys begin to enter this hallway. Can everyone go ahead and roll me a perception check as you enter this hallway? Kind of see what you see. 13. 12. You guys look down the hallway and you see a long tunnel past the edge of your dark vision, so past 60 feet. There's a very cool breeze coming up through here. You guys look down this hallway. It extends past the edge of your dark vision, so past 60 feet. Um, you feel like a faint breeze of kind of cool, damp, kind of like cave-like air. And you do hear off in the distance this very light sound of what appears to be, or what sounds like, running water. Other than that, with a 13, you guys don't get too much in this area. Are there any, like, is there, like, a possible way for us to know if there, like, are any, can we see, like, any animals that, like, can, like, a bat-type thing around the area at all? You... 
with your 13 perception, you don't, or sorry, with your 10 perception, you don't immediately see any bats or anything. Uh, you do see a rat kind of scurrying along the side of one of these things, uh, along the side of the tunnel. You'd imagine there might be a few small, like, rodent-type things. Mm-hmm. This doesn't appear to be, at least from where you are right now, you're not sure if there is, like, a different entrance that, like, a bat could get in. How far is the Gilded Ghost from us? From the town, I want to say we said it was, uh, like, a mile or so. To the docks, yeah. To the docks. So not super far, but uh, in, far enough. Okay. I feel like we should tell uh, Zelda and um, Boris like where we are right now, just in case we might need some backup. And I can send one of these rats as an animal messenger to oh, that's give right. them a message. Very, yes, yes. Rat mail. Cool, rat- cool. Rat mail. <laughs> could, uh, could I cast animal messenger to uh, send a little message to Boris and, and Zelda to tell them where they are, where we are? Yeah, you cast Animal Messenger. You see one of these rats kind of like perks to attention and like runs up your leg and is sitting on your shoulder. It kind of like looks at you expectantly. I believe you can say 25 words. Uh, what, what do you want to tell Zelda and Oh, Boris? boy. Okay. Uh, be concise. Don't, don't. Okay. <laughs> uh, we, fuck. That <laughs> All right, that's two. <laughs> no! <laughs> Uh, the the crew is in the basement of the bar exploring a weird cave. May need backup at some point. Set off security. Yeah, three more words. Love you lots. Love you lots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see this little this little rat kind of looks at you. And slides down your arm like like it's a fucking slide, goes through like a little hole in the side of the wall and scurries off into the distance. Rat mail. Oh, can Gilly use her like is her purple sort of electricity thing like does it glow enough that it would help us in being able to see it all? It gives off like a faint light. Gilly. Yeah. Bob. <laughs> mm. This is probably <laughs> mystic. Do you have enough control that you can do your electricities for just Boss. a little bit of light? Boss, I am so in control right Gilly, now. Gilly, so <laughs> in control. Gilly, this is maybe not full truth. <laughs> no. no, it's no, it's I. I'm good. I'm good. Okay, Gilly. Okay. Okay, purple light time. Uh, momentarily, like, the purple light, like, almost explodes out of her hands and then comes back down to, like, just a light glow. You see this area around you kind of, like, wreathed in a dim purple light. Uh, and with that purple light, she kind of, like, looks at and goes, Whoa, creepy tunnel. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Ooh, it's spinny a little bit. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, I'm good. No. Yeah, what do you guys, uh, what do you guys do is you have this tunnel partially illuminated with this kind of glowing purple energy. I feel like we keep going down. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and could mm-hmm. I cast, uh, find traps again, just as we're trudging ahead within 120 feet of this area, you look around, you cast, uh, sense traps, you look ahead and you don't feel any pings traps in the immediate vicinity you like kind of recognize that there's one behind you where this alarm spell was and off in the distance somewhere down this tunnel far beyond the spell's reach you feel a slight pull of the spell 
you know that there is something else that is like beginning to trigger this spell, but it's well beyond the limits of the spell. But you know, there's something down there somewhere. All right, buddies. There's definitely uh, something aloof down there. It could be another alarm uh, glyph. It could be a proper trap. Um, but what's about you coming up? Maybe Gilly, that goes double for you. Yes, maybe Fuck Gilly no. does not lead group. And the Gilly doesn't lead group at at all. Gilly maybe goes at back of group. But I got the it's, light. I got the purple light. Uh, Why don't I go in? I'm going to go in the front. Why don't I go? Excuse me. No, excuse me. Gilly, excuse me. No, no, no. <laughs> Natasha steps in front of Gilly and uh, <laughs> she's doing that thing. When, um, I feel like you do this in comedy sketches a lot. Um, where <laughs> Gilly's hands are like under Natasha's armpits. To like give the light. Oh, you're do, you're doing that like <laughs> that who's line game. Yes, yes. <laughs> you 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 kind of like put your arms in front. You know, you like put your. I hands. do a kimbo. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. She sticks her hands in between and, my arms. Yeah. yeah, she she sees. She goes, oh, like at the Christmas party. All right, okay, here we go. <laughs> she, she slides her hands through and is just walking behind Natasha, uh, like awkwardly, her face just fully pressed into your back, her hands sticking through like the area where your hands would be. She's also like much shorter, so she's like really her face is almost in your butt. <laughs> it's just kind of like sticking through. <laughs> All right, boss, here we go. Here, look, here's the hands. Then she like reaches up her hands, like strokes your chin, like mm, I wonder what I'm going. Gilly, oh. focus. Okay, sorry, boss. Here we go. <laughs> Straight ahead. Is uh, is my pass without a trace still up? Has it been an hour since I casted that? No, I'd say your pass without a trace is still up. Okay, cool. You guys continue down this pathway. Why don't everyone uh, roll me a stealth check? Roll Gillies with disadvantage. Still pretty good. Natasha has a 21. 21 as well. I have a. Oh, and it's plus 10. Plus 10. So 31. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh thir- 31 for both of you? Hell yeah. 24. Uh, yeah, you guys move very quietly and invisibly as the shadows of this area kind of like pull around you as Sinny, as uh, Yaksha kind of almost with his hands pulls them closer to you as you walk through here, your footsteps silent and moving as one, not even on purpose. You just like find yourselves perfectly in pace uh, so that it's only one set of footsteps that could be heard. And even that is muffled by these shadows. You make your way down. And after a little while, it becomes very apparent that this tunnel is slowly sloping downwards. It's very subtle, but after a few minutes, you begin to like, you look back up and you realize that the door behind you is much higher than you had seen it before. You get a couple hundred feet down this hallway and you see that it's still stretching off into the distance. You keep going down and eventually you see a fork hit the road, kind of like turning left and turning right. Everyone go ahead and roll me a perception check as you kind of find yourself at this fork. Eighteen. Eighteen as well. Nice. A 17. You guys notice a few things at this at this fork. When you turn to the left, um, you hear the faint sound of running water somewhere off in the distance, and you feel uh, it doesn't seem to be any airflow coming down from the left. From the right, you do feel the air is being pushed almost from some kind of area that has, there might be some kind of other entrance or some kind of, some kind of air pocket that is coming through. You don't hear the water, though, from the right. You just hear the water from the left. Um, and as you look off to the right in the distance, there is a big stripe of like caution tape, essentially. Like it's been roped off just part way down the tunnel. And the left hand tunnel seems to be fairly well trod. Mm. Mm. And uh, are they both like still dark and like spooky? 
Uh, yeah, everything's dark down here. There doesn't seem to be any uh, kind of lighting that you see in this area. People probably brought some kind of illumination of their own if they were ever coming down here. This may be asking too much, too, but for Sieni, with that fine traps, is there a certain way, like, maybe not pinpointed, but does did my fine traps kind of, could I point that in one of these directions or the other? I will let you, if you want to cast it again, you may be able to get some more information. Ah. Yeah, because I'm already, I'm already stretching have. the ability of what you're, what you get for fine traps. Fine trap, yeah, so, um, no, I don't have it anymore, so. I'll just, yeah, reiterate to the group, uh, there's definitely something somewhere, but I'm intrigued by both. Does that tape or, or the blocking look like it is new? Or can we tell, like, is it a little dusty or dirty? Can we tell if it's been here for a little while? Uh, with your guys' perception checks, it's pretty old. It's been here for a while. It's kind of, uh, it seems to be like rope, but it's sagging. You see like dust on it. Bits of it are kind of uh, decaying. This is an area that people haven't gone to for some time. I'm so okay. intrigued by it, but I also feel like if we're trying to figure out where the people using this path were going, it's not that way. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Also, if, uh, also, just just uh, for Noah, just as a spell casting thing, you are able to, if you want to, cast fine traps with a higher level spell slot. Uh, so, like, I think oh. it's a second level spell. You could use a third level spell slot to do it. It's just you're now burning a third level spell slot. Burning a, le- a third level. Um but I just want you to know that that is an option available to you. Could so yeah, uh, Siani is going to cast it at fourth level. Oh wow! Yeah, just I I, I have already used uh, speak with plants at third, so this will at least even it out a little bit. That may come back to bite me, but just to keep us safe. Okay, since you're casting at a much higher level spell, this isn't like necessarily within the spell, but I'm going to let you do it to a greater range, uh, since you're burning a higher okay. resource. You pulse out this fine spell and where you normally feel this like almost sonar beat go out 120 feet around you it goes out a cool 500 feet in every direction Oof. Um, damn you look to the left you see there is one glyph down there that feels uh, very similar to like the alarm glyphs that you've seen before that like notifies someone that someone has entered this area to the right however you feel ping 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 <laughs> a number of glyphs uh, that seem to be off in the distance, kind of feel to be like almost in a room off the corridor. Oh, yeah, guys. So the right seems like a big no-no. Um, it seems like there's a lot of stuff down there, but also very intriguing as if something or somebody wants to keep it hidden. I'm torn. Like, much like this path, I am torn a two, torn asunder <laughs> of what to do and which way to go because... Yeah, I definitely want to find where everyone's going, but could this other path be a nice little secret? I don't know. And if if we go down the right path, we right path, we have to like do stealth checks for all those glyphs. So the gly- glyphs of warding are activated by various means. Some of them are activated by proximity. Some of them are activated by touch. Some of them are activated by like a triggering mechanism. So some of them, like if a certain spell is cast, they'll be triggered. Or if a certain action is performed, they'll be triggered. A stealth check won't prevent those things from happening. A stealth check will just prevent if there is something else in this area, mm-hmm. prevent you from being seen. Uh, I will say you do also know Glyphs of Warning can be destroyed or like disarmed with either 
a proper spell, like a uh, dispel magic spell, or with uh, like pretty high arcana checks. But the latter is a little dangerous because it could activate the glyph mm. if you fail. Nice, 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 nice. Well. I mean, we could just for funsies, like, flip a coin, basically. <laughs> Roll, let the dice decide where we go. I'm, it's funny, I, yeah, because like I'm super I'm intrigued torn. by the right, but I feel like realistically, if if folks are using this path and the other one does not look used, that we're it just makes more sense. I'm like, I wish we could come back and you know re-explore <laughs> the other path, but I feel like realistically, we're all, we're gonna get one of these. Yeah, Captain, I, Captain, listen, I think y'all are. This is a great conversation, but y'all are completely forgetting an option. We could go right back to the bar and keep drinking. That's the third option. And let me tell you, that one feels pretty good. In any other circumstance, Gilly, I'd be right there with you. Yes, Gilly, you'll need it's just be quiet for a moment. Just want to make sure we're exploring all the options. Yes, thank not you for your input, obvious. Gilly. Okay. Captain. Very good. So here's the other thing with the path most traveled. It's not necessary. It's a secret to most of us, but it could just be a like a nice little thoroughfare. Like, is that the word? No, thoroughfare? I mean it. It was hidden behind the crate. This is not popular. Yeah. Mm. I think we go lift. Yeah. What lift. if? All right. What if I conjure an animal and send it down the right path, and then see we see what happens to that thing, and if it uh, <laughs> let us go back and get carrot. And we throw and carrots <laughs> down the right path and see what happens to carrot. <laughs> Does this feel like good plan? Yaksha agrees. Absolutely, yes. All right, yeah. Uh, you, guys, <laughs> uh, you guys run back uh, to the, the entrance. You grab LaRoche, uh, LaRoche's brother. <laughs> oh, where are we going? That wasn't his voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's good to see you all again. Uh, we've begun our uh, assault on the asparagus people. Thank you for putting them. Oh, oh here we go. <laughs> uh, and you run with Baroche back to the, the, the crossways. I'm assuming that Baroche like, doesn't have legs or means of moving by himself. We no, can't Baroche send him has, walking. Baroche in his current form he, has no we, ability to move. Could we attach him to Yaksha's conjured animal, like tie him to the back, and then have the animal come back, and then we'll have a full hand, and then I can communicate with Baroche and, and see what was what down there? Yeah, you could totally do that. This is planned. <laughs> so, yeah, this is planned. Okay, let's this do that. Is a good plan. We strap a carrot to a rat, and we send the rat down path. Okay, I'll, I'll say your speak with plants and animals is still, uh, your speak with plants is still active. <laughs> Barosh, good to see you. <laughs> uh, it is good. Nope, that's not him again. <laughs> <laughs> He's French. He, he keeps becoming French. Well, it's uh, it's good to see you too. Oh, I'm, I'm going on. What, what What is it? Is this a rat? What are we doing? Uh, this is a, yeah, this is a quick secret. You were so proud of you and so happy to, this is actually a secret mission from uh, the Root Vegetable Council. Um, and your your cooperation is being very, very duly noted back at headquarters. So your help right now is uh, 10 out of 10. This is going, this is high marks. Because you have previously provided uh Supposedly accurate information to the vegetable wars. Go ahead and roll me a deception check with advantage. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
14 or no uh 19 let me roll an insight check for him natural four <laughs> well uh of course anything for the rvc happy to serve <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh yeah, uh, Yaksha. You what? what, what uh, how, how are you getting a, a rat or an animal? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna conjure a uh, hmm, maybe a, a flying creature, like uh, maybe a couple bats. We'll, we'll we'll do some bats in time to the bat. What uh? What, what spell are you doing? Conjure animals, uh, third level. Okay, so you could get one kind of large beast, challenge rating two. So like that's up to like a bear. You get two beasts of challenge rating one or lower, or you get eight beasts that are much, much smaller. So like rats or bats or something. Hmm. Well, if we did smaller animals, we could get seven other carrots and tie them to the... <laughs> get, a, get a whole army of carrots out there. I mean, if you get challenge rating, the, the lowest challenge rating, you can, get, you can get eight beasts of challenge rating one-fourth or lower. So you could get like flying snakes wolves panthers elk or you could get something like one you get like one bear two dire wolves or like giant eagles or eight giant bat giant centipede giant frog panther riding horse wolf (laughs) (laughs) why don't we just okay let's uh in case we have to fight something let's get a uh a uh a giant elk and tie the carrot to his horns or something. Okay, so you're just going to summon the one creature. You you guys look as... Uh, Yaksha, what does it look like as you summon this creature from nothing? Yaksha puts his hand on the ground and then, like, whispers to it and, like, breathes a little fire. And, like, from the ground, this deer starts to, like, materialize, like, uh, like from, like, the feet up into this fey elk thing. And uh, it's, like, blue like his fire from his breath. You guys see this, like, the, the, the small purple light of Gilly's hands is dwarfed all of a sudden by the... As, like, this thing is almost, like, 3D printed with blue fire until it finally forms its full form, and then the blue coloring disappears, and you just see a fully formed, long, brown, giant elk in front of you in this very dark, very cold cavern. Uh, what, nice. do you, what do you guys do? You, you tie, you tie uh, Baroche to one of the horns... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they just yeah. give him like, Baroche, we need to know what's down there in full detail. Leave no stone left unturned. You and this elk here need to just go every nook and cranny down there and report back swiftly. Anything for the RVC, I'll be uh, head on a swivel, my guy. <laughs> There's, I heard talks back at back at headquarters uh, making you uh, head carrot. <laughs> <laughs> I would be honored to serve. Head on a swivel, my friend. I hope the fact that I don't have eyes will not impede me in this search. <laughs> oh, no. I forgot. I keep he has eyes. Oh, no. The, the elk goes galloping off. Right, you let us do that. You what put us right into that. You let us fall right into that. Oh, we just had a care with no eyes down. Oh, 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 oh I hate Baroche. I just a little spell for nothing. No, no, I'm, I'm gonna let you guys do all the things. <laughs> just he he can see. He just doesn't have eyes. Uh, uh, I just thought it was funny. Uh, okay. Sienny, why don't you go ahead and roll a investigation check for uh, Baroche? 
As I said before, All right. carrots are not particularly wise, but they are intelligent. Investigation is an intelligence-based throw, so Woo! add plus four to this roll. All right. Nope. Oh, it was a 16, and then my invest. Oh, and then his investigation, so dirty 20. Hell yeah. You know what? <laughs> I think it's only fair. It, it is, I have already made it canon, these... Uh, carrots can see very well in the dark because they <laughs> themselves are carrots. Go ahead and roll with advantage. <laughs> nice. That, that seems only fair. Uh, Yeah, 21. 21. After a few minutes, you guys hear the approaching hooves. The elk kind of comes back, kind of like bows down to uh, Chinook and allows uh, Baroche to be untied. <laughs> the most majestic carrot of all time. <laughs> Sandy, you see Baroche, goes, well, let me, nope, that's French again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, uh, we went down towards the end of this tunnel. Seems to go on for some time. Uh, but we did see a couple of large chambers hidden by some doors. Seems like these doors had a bunch of squiggly lines on top of them, kind of like the ones uh, inside our closet, the hell that we find ourselves in, you know? <laughs> I did see uh, a number of signs written in languages that I do not understand, mostly because I do not read because I am a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we went down pretty far. The tunnel seems to stretch for some time, though, the wind in my leaves felt wonderful as we kept going. It seems like there must be some other entrance or exit further <laughs> down this way. Ooh, that's good. Not oh, that's very. Was there anything else too? That that's very helpful for us. We did not go all the way to the end because I was worried about the limitations of your spell to be so ensorcelled by you is a limiting factor. So we came on back here. I'm getting French again. I don't know how to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, we came back here mostly to report on the, uh, the very fancy doors that we saw. All right. Yeah, guys, the, the carrot saying there's fancy doors back there protected by more alarm glyphs, but they felt a, a wind through their leaves. So, kind of pick your poison at this point i think there's two ways out creepy chambers or unknown water source uh do, do we want baroche to come with us oh uh, yeah let, let's just time to the elk for now and he can like he, he can yeah <laughs> if baroche, I, you're, you're staying you're staying with us for the moment <laughs> if i may interject i'm hoping to uh make myself even more valuable to the root vegetable council I am willing, if you so desire, to go down the left-hand path as well. Oh, <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> oh, that's, he uh, that's head carrot thinking, if I've ever heard it. <laughs> I'm trying to distinguish myself to my fellow root vegetable brethren. Are carrots root vegetables? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. they are. They okay. Are. Yeah, I knew that because I'm myself a carrot. <laughs> I am aware of my lineage. We are proud people. Okay, here I go. <laughs> okay, here I go. Uh, he, with his with his leaves, somehow slaps the butt of the elk 
<laughs> the elk gallops <laughs> off down the left-hand tunnel. After a much shorter amount of time, you hear the hoofsteps coming back, and La- and Baroche reports back as this tunnel was significantly shorter. It ended in a iron door, some kind of difficult to access door. Seemed to have some kind of slot in the door as well. Seemed to be some kind of pulley type mechanism. And uh, the only other thing we noticed was a, uh, a small trickle of water that seemed to be leading into maybe a larger body of water. That would be my guess. I'm, as a carrot, very familiar with the necessities of water. <laughs> we do, and that iron door, did it feel, do you feel the same kind of air? Did it feel like a way out or further? Did it feel more of a further down the tunnel? It felt like I was going deeper and deeper away from the life-giving air that I so desire. <laughs> I do not believe that there was any other exit down this way, only a deep chasm from which many of us would never escape. <laughs> that's, that's horrifying. I gotta, I gotta. I'm sorry, the, the door which I saw down this way was very scary and terrifying. And it seems to have left an impact on me, even though I do not have eyes with which to observe it. <laughs> the vibe of the door was off. The vibe yeah, of I the door that. was very he's, bad. Some this bad he's, stuff behind that door. Bad juju. This door sounds oh. like prison door. Do we think this Ooh. could be prisoners? Perhaps of the static? <laughs> <laughs> she said the thing. She said the thing. Cut the title. Cut the title. Cut the title. We win. We win, <laughs> we win Brian. Go to the title. It's our theme podcast song. now. It's all. Welcome back to our podcast. This is the podcast. I melted. Melt, Brian. Melt away. This was Natasha wanted to go down, but now Natasha's thinking we take windy route. Uh, yeah, now I'm kind of. But again, the prison door aspect is kind of intriguing. And if there's potentially an 89 down there or an old number two. Oh. Maybe this is a well-trodden path. Could If they're coming down here a lot and locking people away, could potentially, that's my first thought, my first inkling. Yeah. As a formerly incarcerated pirate, I love a good prison break. <laughs> <laughs> Is Captain, I choose left path. We go down to visit prison door. We check out prison door. If nothing is happening, then we come back up and go down the right path. Okay. Because then I could also, you could argue, again, the left path. But the left path. See, hmm. and just don't overthink. We we do this now. It's happening. What if? Yep. What if we split up? No, this is bad plan. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I'm going to, yeah, the left path's going to have like a troll that. Barouche, 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 Barouche. My name Baruch. is Barouche. I am the current de facto leader of the Carrot Rebellion. <laughs> this is Barouche. You come with us. We take elk. We go down left path. And excuse me. Crew. Excuse me, speaker to the vegetables. This cat woman seems to be speaking to me in a language I do not understand. Would you please translate for me? That's our captain, and we're going to go down this path, oh, and you're coming with us. She is your captain. I got French again. <laughs> yeah, you, you see, you see uh, Baroche with one of his leaves salutes Natasha. 
<laughs> Not that brush. In the vegetable army, Every- we respect the chain of command. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone here has been cleared by the RV, RVC, so yeah, no need to worry. You can tell us all your secrets, and uh, they're in safe hands. All right, uh, Natasha leads the group down the left path. You guys head down the left path. As you guys head down the left-hand path, you begin to feel uh, it is also sloping slightly downwards a little further underground. Again, you guys aren't super deep underground, but you're a good, you know, 20, 30 feet probably below um, the surface at this point. Uh, You guys begin to head down, and you see a small trickle of water that seems to be heading down as well. It seems to be uh, coming in from a couple different points in this wall, like from the side walls, like different trickles of water coming in, leading to this kind of central groove in this floor that begins to head straight down. And after just a few moments of walking, maybe like five, six hundred feet past where you were, you see a large heavy, heavy iron door. The The trickle of water is leading directly underneath the door. There's like a small groove that seems to be leading into it. And you hear the sound of dripping water seems to be falling off somewhere in the distance. You see this, this heavy, heavy iron door, very thick, very imposing has a small slit in the front. It seems to be like an opening flap type thing, as if to pass things through. And to the side of the door, there is a like an iron chain that is on a pulley system that seems to, like by pulling this chain, activates some type of mechanism. Uh, you're not quite sure what that mechanism would be. And we, like beyond the door, we hear water, but we don't hear like rushing water. Uh, Go ahead and roll me a perception check. Uh, Dirty 20. You definitely don't hear rushing. You don't hear like a torrent of a river. You hear maybe like the trickle of a stream as well as very far off. But very faint and off somewhere in the distance. Beyond, but beyond the door. Past the door. Past the door. Okay. Hmm. I was nervous uh, for a second that it was like a dam and we were going to open it and flood the tunnels. Uh, you, you don't get that sense because there are like, there is this like flap aspect right, to right, it true. that okay. is like partially open. Should we knock on the door and say, see if anyone's behind it? I think is Yaksha still disguised as number two? Yeah, Yaksha would still be disguised as number two. Yaksha, you'll peek through flip. And see if anyone is behind. We will all step to the side. All right. Um, Yaksha uh, walks up to the flap, peeps through the hole, and uh, knocks down and goes, Hey, it's uh, number two. Uh, What's going on back there? Uh, You go ahead and roll me a deception check. Fuck. Okay. This is pretty bad for me. No. Because it's not a visual thing, so there's no advantage to this. Okay, Uh, 15. You hear a booming voice uh, from behind the door that says, The job is being carried out. The what? That's uh, great, great, great. Uh, Could you just be, what part of the job are you on right now? The prisoner is still contained. Great. Great, great. Uh, phenomenal. Who am I speaking to uh, right now? 
Sorry, I just, I just can't. I can't see right now. I want you to roll a deception check with disadvantage. Oh, no, fuck. No, 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 no. Nat 20. Two nat 20s. Eh? Two nat 20s. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, uh, no. That's a two. No, four. No. 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 How apropos. <laughs> I uh, turn to the guys and I'm like, I think I fucked up. The irony is beautiful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very much so. You guys hear a grumble from this thing. Who are you? Who the fuck am I? Who the fuck are you? I'm the warden. And you're trespassing. And I'm number two. And I'm your fucking boss. So I'll fucking fire your ass and get a new number of fucking warden, whatever the hell you are. Number warden. If you uh, don't don't tell me who the hell, what the heck's going on here? What the heck's going on here? Simple. Gonna be clearing out a few potential prison breakers. See you around. You hear something hit on the wall. You hear the alarm glyph above the door goes off, not silently, loudly, blaring. (laughs) I need everyone here to roll a perception check as all of you hear a small noise in the distance. I'll tell you this is going to be DC 20 and it's very good information if you get it. I got a 20, 30, oh, 20, sh- baby, 30, 20. I did not hit it, I, so that's good. I got a 15. You hear through the blasts of these, this like air horn like siren, Yaksha, for a moment, the world goes quiet between one of these blares, and you hear a quiet voice, seemingly fairly far away, whisper out, did someone finally come to save me? <gasps> oh my god. We finally met someone who doesn't have a number. <laughs> the warden. That feels like a good, it feels like a good sign. <laughs> Shouldn't have asked that last question. Fuck. <laughs> Yaksha, as you are looking into this this slit and you hear the voice of someone or something somewhere fairly far away whisper, has someone come to save me? You all of a sudden, looking through this slit, you see from above an eyeball comes down looking directly at you. And I need you to do me a favor. I'm going to have you do it. Can you roll me a D10? A D10? A D10. No! I'm so scared. I'll tell you, you want, the lower you get, the less bad it is. The lower I get, (laughs) the less bad it is. Oh Oh boy, okay. I found my D10. (sighs) Fuck, 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 fuck. Okay. No, what? I got an eight. Oh, no. no. Oh, wow. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. I this eyeball's going to eat you. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw, DC 16. Oh, my Jesus God. Christ. Well, good thing I have a plus eight to dexterity on saving throws. Whoa. Motherfucker! (laughs) Thirteen. Oh, no. You guys see this sickly gray energy 
erupt from this eyeball, blast, see, uh, blast Yaksha directly in the chest. Yaksha, you get blasted back, feeling an icy cold hit you and emanate down to your legs. You guys look down and all of a sudden Yaksha seems fine. He kind of like takes the hit, you know, kind of pats his chest. Not everything's fine. You turn to move and you feel your feet have turned to stone. <gasps> oh my God. Guys, I'm going to die. I'm going to fucking die. <laughs> no, 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 no. The process of petrification has begun. No. Are you fucking kidding me, bro? <laughs> petrification? <laughs> no, thank you. We didn't order that. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys right now. On your next turn, you will make this save again. If you succeed, the effect fizzles. If you fail, you will be turned to stone. <gasps> What's How do we turn him back? I have D- to make the, the same 16? DC 16. We got plus eight. Then, it's fine. It's fine. We got this. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're good. Yes. I'm not I even don't. concerned. Will I die? Uh, no, you'll just turn be turned to stone. Motherfucker. Okay, uh, and we'll deal with that as we come to it. Uh, you oh. get blasted by this ray. As you stumble back, your feet now leaden and slow. You, you feel a presence above you. Come down through the ceiling and land no. directly in front of you. You see the same green orb that envelops <gasps> number 89 appear, blocking you and your passageway past. I need everyone to roll initiative. Ah. <laughs> no. Yeah, baby! Oh my god. Uh, are you kidding me? Oh, goddamn. And that 20 plus 2! Oh, oh yeah. damn. Well, you know Natasha going to rage. 25. We going to rage. Uh, 25. Nice. Damn. Yeah. Couldn't have rolled that 18 last time, though. <laughs> uh, Sienny, what'd you get? I got a seven. Like an idiot. Ooh, is uh, Elk Baroche fighting with us, too, now? Elk Baroche. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. Roll initiative for your elk. Fuck yeah. And Baroche has like an armor class of 35, right? He's like basically indestructible. Yeah, Baroche's armor class is 20. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, He got a 19. (laughs) Natasha, you are up first. You see, as you guys are kind of like huddled near this door, this blast of energy just came through this, this gap in the doorway, this like essentially like slot behind you, blocking your, like you from the rest of the hallway where you had just come, comes this green orb that descends from you as it begins to, slowly move towards you menacingly. It is your turn. What do you do? Ah, uh, Natasha's going to rage. Natasha flies into a rage. Her fur poofs up as like this wave of poof runs down her entire body. Her claws, her eyes slit, fangs distend a little bit. What do you want to do? Uh, oh, and uh, sorry, go ahead and roll a D8. I was going to say, I got to roll my uh, my wild magic surge. That's a, uh, a three. Uh, Natasha, as you burst into a rage, as you see this thing float down from the ceiling in front of you, you look over to the wall and almost instinctively press your hand to the wall. And as you pull your hand out, a small, almost like a miniature version of that thing appears in front of you. This little tiny flump appears right in front of you, holding it in your turn, and you feel a large amount of energy contained in this thing. 
you feel like wherever this thing is going to be at the next turn, you do not want to be. Natasha throws the flump at the giant ball. Oh, actually, it, it appears within five feet of a creature of your choice. So I'll just say that's a free action. You throw it. You like let this flump kind of like it kind of just like floats through the air, bloom, 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 <laughs> towards this this green orb that is menacing you guys. Uh, you still have your full action. Um, what do you want to do? Natasha's gonna also throw a javelin at the uh, ball. Uh, go ahead. I'll make an attack. Okay. Uh, that is a 15 plus 8, 23. Absolutely hits. This thing is taking up like the entirety of the hallway. Uh, go ahead and roll some damage. Uh, nine. Did you add your rage damage? That was with my rage damage, cool. yes. You chuck a javelin to this thing. Uh, it lands in this thing and the javelin kind of just is slowly sucked inside of this green gelatinous orb. And you see inside as the wood part of the javelin comes in, begins to sizzle with some kind of like acid. Yeah, I was worried something like that might happen. You still have one more attack if you want to make another one. I'm going to use bolstering magic, uh, which is- I think that's a full action. Oh, and because I did, I could do another attack, but I can't do a full action. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of that, can I do like an investigation check or something to see if I can figure out what this chain mechanism by the door yeah, I'll like if I pulled it, check. what sure. would happen? I don't actually want to pull it, but I want to see if I could tell what's going on there. That would be in place of your other attack. Though. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. All right, okay. Go ahead. Investigation, you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, now it's a six. Uh, you see that it's attached to a kind of pulley. Like, you know, if you pull this thing, there's something on the other side of the door that will either be raised or lowered or turned or rotated. Mm-hmm. It appears well-worn. Like, it seems like it's been used a lot, but you're not sure what it would do. Okay. All right. That is your turn. This thing is like 15 feet away. Did you want to move closer or further from? You're really kind of like backed up to a wall right now. But do you want to so move closer? I don't closer really think anything? there's anywhere I can go. No, she's just, Natasha's just standing her ground. Yaksha. Wait, we have to, the floomph. Oh, I'm sorry, the floomph. <laughs> um, <laughs> Most important part. You see uh, <laughs> this this little floomph is kind of just like, it looks like a, like a jellyfish just kind of like swimming in the air. It's like got a white body and these like little purple uh, tentacles, appendages, kind of like floomph, you see this green orb that has no face or eyes seems like look at this thing and you see a sphere somehow cock its head to the (laughs) side as all of a sudden this spirit explodes directly in front of it it's gonna make dexterity save absolutely fails uh got a five oof and it's 1d6 1d6 force uh takes three points of damage cool um you see this thing explode in front of it until your rage ends, you can use this effect again, summoning another spirit on each of your turns as a bonus action. Amazing. Uh, so this thing explodes and disappears. Uh, as it explodes, you hear it go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? No, it goes. Ahoy! <laughs> yes, yeah. That's what I was. Yep, yep. And explodes. Natasha, that's the end of your turn. Yaksha. Cool. Uh, so you repeat the saving throw at the end of your turn. Okay. Okay. I am going to bonus action and hunter's mark this thing. Mm-hmm. And is this like a monstrosity? What's the, uh, what's the, what's this, the... this is an ooze. Okay. Is Never that a mind. specific no category of thing? That. It is a category of thing. That's upsetting. Uh, cool. All right. And then uh hunter's market. And then I'm going to take my two attacks on it with my longbow. Oh yeah. Cool. I'll roll. 
That is a 12 to hit. 12 hits? This thing is cool. huge. It takes up like the whole hallway. Cool, cool. Uh, should I roll both attacks to see if I hit Yeah, go ahead, go ahead and do both attacks. Cool. Uh, 11 to hit. Well, I guess that was a nat one, but uh, I can roll again using my... Uh, you can roll again using your... Uh, yeah. Whatever that feature is. Yeah, um, once per turn if you miss an attack. That's you can a 25 to hit. That absolutely hits. Let's go ahead and roll damage for both. Cool. With Hunter's Mark for both. Oh my god, what a terrible roll. That first attack is three with both the D8 and the D6. And the second one is a 10. So 13 damage in total. And then did you add your like the damage bonus for the bow? Oh, and then plus four. So then uh, that's plus eight on both. So 21. 21. Yeah. Ooh, baby. You fire twice into this thing. Uh, though you are in darkness normally your umbral sight would be active this thing is not relying on dark vision uh so does not grant you advantage just so you know that um, cool you fire these two arrows into it the arrows hit into this thing it kind of <laughs> lets out this weird kind of cry and the arrows come inside and sizzle inside of it uh, anything else you want to do with your turn i have no movement i bet because i i don't have legs at the moment you do not have any um, movement <laughs> no nah, n- yeah, all Yaksha does is, uh, you know, blow a kiss to his elk, and uh, I'm going to roll my saves. Go ahead. Uh, a dexterity saving throw, DC 16. Okay. God damn. Please, 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 please. That is 16 exactly. Oh 16 exactly. Eight plus eight. Oh, geez. You <gasps> fire these two arrows as the, the petrification is creeping up to your waist. You feel your legs go solid. And as you try to move, you and you feel the stone of your legs shatter as if they're being ensconced. You like break free of it. Uh, the petrification falls to the floor, no longer under the effects of this this spell that was hitting you hell yeah awesome uh, it is the elk's turn cool um what do you want what do you want the elk to do what can this guy do he can do a charge attack he can like ram it and uh barosh is still tied to his his horns right barosh is still uh tied to his horns but uh barosh okay, looks yeah. at barosh looks at this green gelatinous thing goes oh, i will continue my war against the greens <laughs> charge into battle one uh, last time the elk is gonna ram this guy uh, with, with, with Baroche tied to the front yeah with Baroche tied to the front okay no! uh, Baroche, Baroche is gonna give uh, the help action <laughs> so, you, so you can roll with advantage what do I roll for this uh, uh, roll a, a d20 with advantage uh, and okay. add plus 5 to hit cool Ooh, that first one was a nat one. 13 plus five is 18. You hear Baroche running as the elk runs for it. Once more into the breach. <laughs> Charge. <laughs> Remember me, Mike. I keep getting French. <laughs> Make sure my family remembers me. Charge <laughs> flies forward. Um, go ahead and roll three d six plus three. Three d six plus three. Four, four, two. So that's ten plus three. Thirteen. Yaksha, you 
command your elk to charge forward this fey creature uh, with Barosh tied to the front, screaming a battle cry. It <laughs> rams into this, this green sphere, uh, rippling out from the center of it, uh, doing a cool, what was it, 23 points of damage. Uh, really wrecks into I, the thing. You see it like a big dent appear in this thing that slowly like boof, bolts back. It hits and pulls itself back. Is like momentarily like grasped by this thing, but is able to extricate it before it hits. So it like it definitely gets hit by this thing. Um, now I'm just gonna say it hits it. Um, it pulls back and is kind of like between interposing itself between you and this this ooze sphere. Um, but the sphere is still looking alive. Like, you know, it kind of like reconstitutes in the area that it was hit and begins to move forward. I also think really quick, uh, I, in the spirit of being fair, I think I only did 13, not 23 points of damage with the elk. Oh, I did. I just did my math wrong. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, it, it was 13. It is the warden's turn. One of the, the eye stalks kind of pokes down through this slit you know, I didn't realize this before. Technically, this thing sees through dark vision. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so wouldn't see Yaksha. Uh, so um, Sieni and Natasha, and I'll roll one for Gilly. Everyone roll a d20. Uh, lowest is going to take this attack. Oh, God. Oh, no. Including me? Uh, no, Yaksha. And we don't add anything to it, right? No, a straight roll. 18. 15. Gilly rolled a four. Oh, no, Gilly. Uh, Natasha. Okay. She's electric. Natasha, since um, she's your crew member, can you go ahead and roll me a D10? You want to roll low as possible. Seven. <gasps> oof, oof, oof. Gilly oh. is going to need to roll a saving throw. Uh, she gets plus two to deck save. She's got to beat a 16. She got a nine. You see Gilly blasted in the back with the same gray ray that hit Yaksha. Her feet turn to stone and she begins the process of petrification. <sighs> Gilly, no! Shit. However, it gets to do that three times. No! Um, so can you guys all roll another d20? No, we can't. Oh my God. Yaksha is still invisible to this thing. 13. Eight. Gilly got a nine. Go ahead and roll a D10 for me. No! Fuck. No, 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 It's okay. Natasha is beast. She can take it. <laughs> it's a three. <laughs> Go and make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Are you sure it's not strength or something? <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Wisdom saving throw. Okay. Uh, it's a 13 to succeed. Natasha, you are, you look back and you see this like white ray blast you into the side. You see the, the fur around the spot where it hit go on end as the entirety of your fur goes on end, but not like when you go bushy and when you go into a rage, like when you are afraid. Uh, you are currently frightened, so you will have. Natasha uh, is never frightened. You will have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of your fear is within line of sight. Uh, and you can also not move closer to the source of your fear, which is the eye, whatever this warden is behind the door. Okay. In addition, because you are now frightened, I need you to roll your fear die every oh, no. turn you are frightened. Oh my God. So go ahead and roll a d12. 
Okay. Four. Okay, you hold back onto your fears for the moment. Um, it makes one more of these eye attacks. Oh my God. Uh, Nata- Natasha and Sandy, can you both roll d20? Oh my god! Nat one? Nat one. No. You're not gonna believe this. Nat one? A nat one. No! Oh, it's god. a battle of the nat ones! Both? I've never been happier to have two people in a battle roll nat ones. <laughs> go ahead, nat one. Uh, uh, each of you guys go ahead and roll that d20 again. Lois will get attacked. Oh no! No! Oh, oh no! What'd you get? A nat 20. (laughs) (laughs) I got an 18 and I was feeling so good. (laughs) Natasha, go ahead and roll me a D10. No. It's okay. This is Natasha could handle. She will be fine. It's an eight. (laughs) Am I going to be petrified and scared? (laughs) That feels like overkill. Did, did Gilly roll a seven or an eight? Gilly rolled a seven. Gilly rolled a seven. Oh, she rolled a seven? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I made the wrong thing. Well, I'll just flip-flop these. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and make a, a wisdom saving throw, Natasha. All right. Here we go. That is an eight. Fuck. You get blasted with this blackish... This black ray almost like tinged with bits of white. It hits you and you fall unconscious asleep. <gasps> oh. Natasha God. falls asleep. I mean, on the one hand, this means I don't have to roll my fear die anymore. Uh, on your turn, you're supposed to roll your fear die. Oh, man. Having nightmares. <laughs> um, Natasha is both frightened and asleep. And asleep. Just because so you <laughs> she she will be woken up if she takes any damage or if someone uses their action to shake her awake. So I'm still uh, just for technical aspects. Um, I'll still be in a rage until you pass your turn without without taking, taking damage or doing damage. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, that is the end of the warden's turn. As the oh warden uh, eye is kind of like looking out of this gap, going. Whoever you are, hope you decide not to come back here. We'll be having this conversation face to face. That is the warden's turn. Sieni, it is your turn. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, yikes. Uh, also, hey warden buddy, can we just talk and actually just hash this out, not fighting? No. Uh, w- <laughs> uh, well, uh, can't blame can't play, uh, Jude for trying, eh? So we're going to go fourth level. And oh, I don't, what, actually, what do I, uh, I want to do? Yeah, fourth level. And I'm going to hit this thing with blight. The, uh, the sphere? Yes. Okay. Uh, what, what saving throw does it have to make? Uh, 16. Uh, what, what type of saving throw? Dex or wisdom or? Oh, uh, constitution. Okay, this thing it does have good constitutions. Plus five to saving throw. Shit. And that's a natural three, so it fails. Aha! <laughs> um, so, uh, 8d8. Oh my gosh. Damn. 8d8? Jesus. Fuck them up. Do you even have that many d8? <laughs> I don't need- Wait, this is the... the uh, uh, 29. Fuck a duck. 
<laughs> um, you, uh, what does it look like as Sieni cast this blight spell? Like, what does that spell look like as it envelops this orb? It's like Sieni, like it looks like a big, like a big burps coming up, and then like <laughs> with his hands, he's holding it in front of his face, and he's just like shaking, angry. <laughs> this big cloud of gaseous poisonous air kind of just comes from the space between his hands but it kind of to passersby it would look like a big old burp just like he's forming this noxious bubble in front of him belches forth this blight spell blasts into this thing uh this thing shrivels as this spell like consumes it around this thing is looking very bad it's like badly deflated they're like bits of it missing it's still standing but just barely do i still have an attack that was your action so you still have a bonus action my uh, bonus action oh can uh Emma. can he shake awake uh, natasha this point? oh yeah uh, that takes an action fuck ah. um am i st- do i still have my symbiotic entity uh, you haven't activated. Oh, you do have your um, your spores around you, so you could use your reaction to do the cloud of spores, but you haven't activated the symbiotic entity yet because that takes an action. Okay, I believe, um, unless it's a bonus action. It, I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing like the halo of spores in my bonus action though. Uh, it, so the halo of spores is um, a reaction. Yeah, could I do? Could I do one more D8 at him? Yeah, totally. Go for it. Ooh, <laughs> a two. Two a more, two. two more damage. Hey, everything helps. Uh, you fire a couple of spores that way. Um, still standing, but looking very, very rough. And I, I flip him the bird. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <Flip> the bird. <laughs> That's the end of your turn. It is the orb's turn. Uh, the no. orb is going to move forward. Uh, as it moves forward, it runs directly into the magically conjured elk uh so it's going to no and brush you know what it's going to make an attack with its pseudopod on the elk first huh uh, no. that's definitely definitely gonna hit oh. almost 3d6 damage one my baby seven plus six is 13 the elk has exactly 13 hit no. points no. no this pseudopod Hits the elk. As it hits, the elk vanishes into a puff of fey energy, and Baroche on the ground just flops uh, to the ground, no longer held up by the elk. As it disappears, the sphere is going to move forward. Which of you would be first in its path? Um, It would either be Natasha or Sieni. um, I I suppose me, because... Yeah, you're sleeping, so I may I probably would have stepped forward. Oh yeah, Natasha fell asleep, and I was right by like the wall, I guess in the corner. Yeah. Uh, as ah, it moves, shit. as it moves Fuck. forward, I am first gonna have Baroche make a dexterity saving throw, see if he can get out of the way. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give him a minus five because he <laughs> has no he ability to carrot. move. Yeah, I got an eight, natural three. He is. <laughs> uh, you see Baroche as this thing comes towards him. He goes. Tell my family I fought bravely. No! No! Not Tell Barosh. them I love them. Barosh. Barosh is consumed by this thing, and you hear the acid inside. No! 
eating into the, the carrot. He's the second best carrot I've met today. <laughs> you know what? I think it's only fair. I'm going to roll damage. I'm going to say Baroche has five hit points. Uh, he's going to take 3d6 acid damage. He might live. He, it might live. Three, three ones. Three ones. Uh, that's a four. That's a one. That's a two. Uh, he is. He is. Un- <laughs> no, he, he. J- j- just to be totally fair, he is unconscious. He's going to be making death saving throws. You guys have Yay! a chance to save him. We can save Yay! him. I'll feed him a good berry. I also like that we are, including myself, all more upset about LaRoche, or Baroche's <laughs> state than Natasha's right now. <laughs> I'm not worried about her, but I am concerned about Baroche. <laughs> Natasha, we know, can fight through She's going to be fine. She's going to be great. We tied the carrot to an elk. <laughs> <laughs> this is on us. <laughs> we played God, and now we are suffering <laughs> this. This sphere moves forward, attempting to engulf Sieni. Sieni, go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw, DC 12. Oh, thank goodness, a 15. You, uh, as this thing moves forward kind of slowly, you're able to move to the side of this thing. You can either be pushed five feet backwards towards the door or to the side of this thing, kind of like let it pass you. Uh, to the side. To the side, okay, definitely. you kind of like scoot yourself along the side of this thing, um, and it moves forward, kind of passing you. That is the end of its turn. It's Gilly's turn. Gilly's going to use her action to smack Natasha. Wake her up. Come, get on up. We're fighting here. Come on. <laughs> Shakes Natasha. <laughs> oh, and that's the end of her turn. Um, she is going to make that. Does she wake me up? She wakes you up. Okay. Uh, cool, so cool, you cool. you wake up. You are uh, on the ground, but otherwise okay. Okay. She's going to roll that dexterity saving throw. She has a plus two to this throw. Uh, should she get lower than a 14, she will be turned to stone. Oh, my God. Natasha, you feel Gilly's hands on you as she shakes you awake. Cam, uh. we got to get out of here. Cam, as she's shaking you awake, your eyes open up. Her hands clench around you hard as you feel them solidify around your shoulders, almost pinning you in place. She looks down and goes, oh. Captain, Captain, if something feels wrong. Oh, man. Her face oh. covers over, oh. entirely petrified. But you are awake with her last, her last actions, uh, whilst unpetrified, awaken you to see her face. <sighs> Consumed by stone. Oh my god. Natasha, it's your turn. Oh. Can I uh I'm I wanna use my movement to like get up and stand. Uh am I gonna hurt myself or her trying to get like out of her grip? Uh no. Okay. It, it just takes half your movement to stand up. Okay, so I'm gonna use half my movement to stand up. And then I think I'm going to use the rest of my movement basically to just position myself in front of, basically between Gilly and any enemy. So there's enemy, my best there's, of the ability. there's the I recognize there's you. two, yeah. So you can really pick one. Uh, I'm going to be between Gilly and the Warden. Okay, you position yourself between Gilly and the Warden. Between you and the sphere is the Gilly now statue. Yeah. Uh, that is there. You still have your action, your bonus action. What do you want to do? I'm 
Natasha is going to, and one of the eyes of the warden is like through the slot, right? It's essentially like, it's still in the door, but it's like looking through. Okay. So can I use my warhammer to hit it? Uh, You couldn't use your warhammer because it's like, it's like a small slot, maybe, you know, six, maybe like eight inches tall um, that it's like looking from behind. Uh, can I use a javelin again? You can use a javelin to stab it, sure. All right, I'm 100% stabbing it with my javelin. <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead and make an attack. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, that's 18 plus 8, 26. Yeah, it'll hit. Go ahead and uh, uh, roll some damage. Uh, so that's 5 plus 8, that's 8. Okay. And then I'm going to use my javelin again. That's a nat 20. Nat 20. Brutal critical. Brutal critical. So go yeah. ahead and uh, roll your ja- So double your javelin, add an additional javelin damage dice, plus your damage bonus, plus your rage damage bonus. Okay, wait. You're going to have to talk me through this again. So I do, I roll damage twice. So uh, what's what's the dice you roll for javelin? Is 1d6 plus 4. So roll a total of 3d6 plus 4, plus your rage damage bonus. Which is 3. Okay. So 12. Plus four is 16, plus three is 19. You Uh, stab through this thing once, it kind of rears back. uh, A different like eye comes down and you stab into that one hard and like retch it forward, almost feeling whatever bulk is behind this door kind of move and get slammed into the door a bit. You just hear, I see you and I never forget a face. Uh, you see two more eyes come down, oh, no. all of them looking directly <laughs> at you. Uh, this is okay, because I'm also going to use my bonus action to flumf this bitch. You <laughs> pull a flumph out of air and just like gently push it inside of this slit. It's going to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, fails. Natural eight. Uh, go ahead and roll 1d6 <gasps> damage. 1d6? Yeah. Do I add my rage to that or no? Because it's... No. Okay. That's a six. Despite all your rage. No, yeah. Despite my immense amount of rage. <laughs> you toss this flumpet there. It kind of like floats. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> explodes. Uh, you hear that ringing. Go ahead and roll me a perception check as it explodes. Okay. Uh, 19. You hear as it explodes a number of like bits of rubble kind of like fall uh, off the wall inside wherever this room is, this like prison room, this wardeness garden. You hear a few like pebbles and rocks and things hit the ground. And then you hear a number of them fall much further than you would have expected. You hear like a and land somewhere. It appears to be deeper down. You know that somewhere in this area that you just exploded, there is a deep pit. And it, uh, within the deep pit, I didn't hear anything fall into water. Everything uh, that you, you fell. Did. You did. Okay. You heard both like a rock hit rock and you heard rock splash into water somewhere in the distance. Uh, it seemed from the sound, like the, the mm-hmm. echo of it, fairly deep. Oh boy. Okay. I think that's everything Natasha can do. So yeah, she's, she's, we're gonna, Oh, and am I still frightened? Oh, you are still frightened. You should have had disadvantage on those attacks. Mm. Oh, fuck. Oh. 
My bad. That's the DM's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. So the you rolled two. One of them was a no. Yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna hand wave it because it's. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot but, that. Yeah. But go ahead, go ahead and roll me a. I'll let you pick. Mm-hmm. You can either uh, roll a d20. If you don't hit, it will regain. Let's say 15 hit points mm-hmm. that you wouldn't have hit for one of them, or you can take a another attack from one of its eye stalks. I'll take the attack. Oh. Go ahead and roll me a d10. Is the zero a 10? Zero's a 10. Zero's a 10, baby. <laughs> you see all three eyes look to you as they all open wide. You see their eyes almost mocking you become a little bit cat-like. And you see them charging. You see not a color as you've seen before. You see the absence of color. You see the inky blackness that you know can only denote death. I need you to roll a dexterity saving throw, DC 16. And again, is this one of those instances where I get advantage? It says, I get advantage on decks against effects that you can see while not being blinded, deafened, or incapacitated. Would fear be incapacitated? Let me check with fear. And then similarly, would I roll with disadvantage because I'm frightened? So it would no, just No, it's even only out. ability checks and attack rolls. It's not saving throws. Okay. You cannot willingly move closer to the source of fear. Eh, this is a punishment enough for that. So uh, what, read me the effect that you have again. I get advantage on decks against effects that I can see while not blinded, deafened, or incapacitated. Yes, you would have advantage. Oh, man. Okay. And it's 16, you said? 16. It's the DC? All right, well, so that didn't do it. Come on. Oh, my God, that's a 21. Oh. <sighs> Natasha is lucky. He's using one of her nine lives, yes? Natasha, uh, as an additional uh, punishment for for uh, forgetting this fear thing, can you roll your fear die twice? Yeah. yeah. It's a nine. And that's a three. You steal your mind at this moment. You see these three eyes look towards you, mocking you in the way they seem to change their irises. You feel Gilly behind you, frozen in place as a statue. You, for a moment, are frozen in fear, but find yourself with just enough ability to... You duck behind Gilly. The rays blast into the stone, having no effect on the stone, just being able to shield you from what would have been 10d10 points of necrotic damage. (laughs) You feel Gilly, like this ray of deathly energy blasts around you, almost like the wake pulling around you as the river hits her stone form, unaffected by this. You have dodged possible death and I think are very much realizing the power with which you are messing. Oh my god, yeah. That is the end of Natasha's turn. Uh, your elk friend is dead. <laughs> and it is... You never even got to name the elk. Wouldn't wouldn't it be my turn? Oh, it is. It is. Sorry, it's Yaksha's turn. I was about <laughs> to say, I think it's the warden's turn again. No, it's not. It, Yaksha, it's your turn. Oh boy. Uh, Yaksha is like... Uh, well, this is certainly a bad situation. 
not looking great for us, but uh, he is the or the so it's just the ooze and the the ordinary that we're fighting right now, right? Those two. Yeah. The the warden. Right, so cool. I'll say the warden is like behind this door. Its eyes just kind of like poking out and like just blasting you guys. The ooze is looking very much on death's door cool. and is like your way to retreat should you want to. Cool, cool, cool. Yaksha. Okay, he is going to make an attack on the uh, ooze. Go ahead, and make an attack. <laughs> uh that's a 13 to hit yeah that hits uh cool um i'll roll my first attack on this and that's a d8 yeah okay uh that is a 10 10 points of damage yeah uh you pull back your arrow feel the tension of the bow behind you fire it pierces through this thing you hear it explode out the backside. As it does, the hole in the back does not reconstitute, and this thing just leaks onto the floor, deflating into like this sickly pool on the ground. As it deflates, you see a familiar half-dissolved carrot form oh. uh, on the ground. <laughs> he looks up at you and goes, I did good, didn't I? <laughs> you did great, little buddy. Don't, don't you worry. Uh, can I run over there and pick up uh, uh, Barosh and put him in pocket. Uh, you pick up Barosh, uh, put him in your pocket. He goes, be sure to tell the council all the great deeds I did today. Uh, <laughs> I, I go, I, I have no idea what you're saying, little guy, but I give him a little kiss and put him in my, tuck him in a little pocket. <laughs> I forgot that we don't speak the same language. <laughs> <laughs> I know you can't understand me. Do uh, I, do I hear him? Uh, Sandy, you hear this? Uh, but you, but you, uh, Chinook, you hear him from your pocket, kind of like one of the the leaves, kind of reaches up and like wraps around your finger and goes, "Brotherhood is a universal <laughs> language, <laughs> as is war. Fight on, brother." <laughs> oh uh, can I have Yaksha throw me the carrot so I can cure wounds? <laughs> yeah, you can do that as a free action. Yaksha, the carrot's being weird again. Toss it over here. <laughs> yeah, right. You got it, buddy. And I, I throw, I throw the carrot to Siani. You toss the carrot to Siani. Uh, um, Yaksha, you still and I'll have. Do oh, sorry. Uh, you, you, you can do it on your turn. Uh, okay, okay. It was still in order. Uh, Yaksha, you still have one of your attacks, bonus action, and your movement. Oh shit! And Yaksha, uh, he uh, after doing all this goes, shit! I didn't see something cool to kill him. Fuck. <laughs> always remember if you make a killing blow you gotta say something cool i messed up i fucked up that's on me what would you have said oh it would have been great i would have as i pulled my bow <laughs> as i pulled my bow back i would have said hey ooze you like dragons and then as i shot him uh and killed him i would have said well you're gonna be dragging these nuts across your face <laughs> uh, would have been great that would have been great, <laughs> that would have been great. Uh, you guys, you guys see the, the petrified form of Gilly, like, just shake a little bit with a little <laughs> bit of laughter. Natasha also, <laughs> wow, she's basically cowering behind Gilly. Is like, this is good. This is fun. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll shoot an arrow through the little eye stalk uh, at the, uh, yeah. the warden. Actually, hold on. Yaksha turns to Sieni and, and uh, uh, Natasha and goes, uh, you guys think we can actually kill this, this guy behind there? Oh, that's a very great point. This is very per- powerful creature. Natasha never runs from a fight. 
but this is very powerful creature. <laughs> she's definitely never going to admit that she's wary about whether or not they could kill this, but Abby will. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, no, I think I'm down to go explore, but we've... I feel like we narrowly escaped that. So it's do we take what informi- information we gleaned and go and regroup somewhere and decipher these notes and figure out what's going on? I feel like we got mystery as a top and mystery is below and yeah. we're at another crossroads. Can uh, as a bonus action, can I roll like a insight check or something to see like, I don't know how much uh, health this thing may have? Yeah, you can do that for free. Go and roll an insight check. Cool. That is a 26. Damn. And what are your, what are your favorite enemies? Uh, my favorite enemies are aberrations and monstrosities. This is an aberration, so you can go ahead and roll with advantage. Oh, fuck Ooh. yeah. Not 20, not 20, not 20. Uh, it's uh, 25. With a 25, you know exactly what this creature is. Oh As God. you see the eye stalks looking down as you see multiple of them coming, you know that behind that door is a massive orb of a creature, 10 eye stalks floating off of it. One massive eye in the center of its head that acts as a cone of anti-magic with a massive smiling mouth beneath it. You know that a beholder lies behind this door. Oh my God. Whatever it is guarding, it is something that no one wanted to be found. You know, beholders are extremely powerful. They are incredibly vile. They are, they essentially hate everything that is not beholder and even hate other beholders. (laughs) (laughs) This is a creature you do not want to tango with. And also just as a pure archer, you know that its eyes looking through this tiny stalk is going to be a very difficult shot. And it has a very clear shot at you guys down what is literally a kill box. Okay. Uh, okay, cool. So I, I turn, I, 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 yeah, so I go, hey guys, I don't think we can kill this thing. It's definitely a beholder. Uh, it's absolutely going to kill us. Uh, we should just grab Gilly and get the heck out of here. And I could, yeah, we should probably do that. Is there a way we can sa- save Gilly? And like, get them back to fighting shape anyone who wants to can roll an arcana check to know kind of what the effects of petrification do i have a plus i have a plus six on arcana. oh yeah you you do that danny yeah you do it uh 14 you know that petrification can be reversed with strong healing magics like much more than a cure wound something like a greater restoration oh shit Ooh, do uh, do i have greater restoration i definitely don't have Uh, I feel like in the meantime, all of us are kind of, we're, we're, we're hightailing it, but is there any, can we, do we have like a, I want to block the, the eye line somehow. I mean, it's a slit. You could certainly find a way to block it. No, I mean, Natasha Ooh. can't cause she can't go closer to it. I don't think I have anything. Yeah. My, I don't think the immovable rod would be able to block it. Would the immovable rod be able to be big enough to block the slit? Not really, no. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the immovable rod would be able to like pin something up against this thing so that it couldn't 
Like if, mm. if you were able to put something like you could essentially use it as like a staple gun kind of like a nail. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, can I do like an investigation check to see if there's like a piece of wood or something that we can put up against the slit around here? Yeah. Go and roll an investigation check. Uh, 19. Uh, you don't see any wood in this area. You see a number of it's like some larger piece of rock have come undone after Yaksha's sorry, after Natasha's flumps exploded. Um, so there's some pieces of rock. You know that Gilly is now a large piece of rock. Um, <laughs> We're not going to use Gilly to block the door. <laughs> You're not sure. The, the, you could definitely try to shove some rock in there. Maybe if you have something in your pack you could use. Uh, I, I'm not sure. Um, oh, if if Sieni uh, has like loose paper or something. I won't let you block it with paper. It has to be something substantial. Rock, paper, scissors? Raise you with scissors? I... <laughs> I have a wooden staff I could break in half and we could cram it in there. Well, so how far, how far do, is it a straight line down the path or was there a turn at any point? It's a straight line for like 500 feet. You know, this thing has a limit to how far it can like shoot these eye rays or Yaksha right. would know this. Um, but we're still risking it if we just run uncovered. Yeah. You're kind of risking it a little bit. I feel like we got it. Um, if we nothing's jumping trapped. out, we got to get out of here. The other yeah. option that we can do is uh, I can I can cast rope trick and we can hide in this alternate dimension for a bit until things kind of blow over uh, oh. and then pop back out, possibly, <laughs> you know, take like a long rest and then uh, <laughs> pop out is of this there, dimension. <laughs> rope trick, you pop up and then uh, you come back in the exact same spot, right? Yeah, you come back in the exact same spot. But like essentially a magic rope appears with a like demiplane above you. You climb into this demiplane and it's you're safe for as long as you're there. Uh, it'll only be a one. I think it's a one hour duration. Yeah. So you could do a short rest. Yeah. Um, or you could like, you know, prepare yourself in whatever way you want. Yeah. I, mm. I kind of think we should just run. Okay. I think especially if we if we would come back in the same spot, it would just be waiting for us. Yeah. But I think maybe rope trick and we go down the and maybe I'm leading us to another trap. But if we go right or we can <laughs> I don't we could leave Gilly in the back room with the carrots and then just try to go back to the bar and pretend that nothing has happened. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Brian, do I still look like number two? You still look like number two. Actually, okay. and the beholder oh. can't because of your umbral sight. It's using dark vision. There's no other light in this area. It actually can't see you. If ah question, Ooh. technical loophole possibly. If Sieni <laughs> is running at the, I mean, sorry. If Yaksha is running ah. at the back of the group and runs sort of weird, like all arms out and sort of making himself as big as possible, can he basically block? view of the rest of us so you guys still have oh no you wouldn't have pass the twice anymore because hex is a concentration spell i i would let yaksha make <laughs> some kind of check to help give you guys advantage <laughs> some cover basically yeah okay it definitely not 100 percent. there's no <laughs> chance in hell that i give you 100 percent chance of that helping you but you could certainly make a slim chance and it would give you a bit of help no, I was just thinking, Yaksha, to, like, if if the beholder can't see Yaksha, would it behoove us to have him go into this prison and go talk to whoever Yaksha heard? 
I, well, that would require be, we like, open the door and, and that's going to unleash this whole, like, instead of it just being two or three eye socks, it'll be the whole beholder. And I feel like even if it can't see Yaksha, there's, I don't feel confident that this thing can't okay. like sense him. What if, yeah. What if we try to dupe him again and I come out into the light as number two and I pretend <laughs> to arrest you guys and uh, be like, hey, I'm going to. I'm going to take these guys in for trial. Yeah, no way. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I think that's how I think, the, I think Natasha's grabbing <laughs> Gilly and she's going to use feline agility to sprint as far as she can down the hallway. Yeah, I think we got yeah, it. Right. Yeah, we're running. We're running, Brian. Um, you go to pick up Gilly. So Gilly is a, she's small, but she's still now stone. So go uh-huh. ahead and make me a strength check with advantage. Okay. I'll say DC... 16. Okay. If you beat it, you can move your full speed. If not, it's halved. With advantage, you've mm-hmm. said? Because you're raging. Okay. <laughs> so that's, what is it? 16 plus 8 is 24. Feeling your rage burn through you. You see your bosun turn to stone. You heft her onto your shoulders uh, in like this kind of pseudo fireman's carry and begin to book it down this hallway. Will you let me use feline agility or no? Cause I'm carrying. I will object. let you use feline agility. However, cool. I am going to move in order. So oh, this okay. actually doesn't. So cool. Sani is still your wait. Who are we just on? Yaksha. It's still uh, your turn. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you still um, have one more, you still have one more attack bonus action and movement. Cool. Uh, I might as well just take my attack on the, on the, on the little, on the beholder. Uh, just so you know, it's going to uh, have three quarters cover. So it has plus five to its AC. However, okay. because it cannot see you, you have advantage on the attack. Okay, cool. That is a 26. Uh, with, let's see if it's net. Nope, 26. 26 hits. Go ahead and roll some damage. Cool, cool. Oh, and uh, when the um, when I killed the, what's it called? The, the ooze hunter's mark, I think I could do a reaction to move that onto the yes, you can. beholder. You vroom, right. move it over to the holder. Um, go ahead and roll your, your damage. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, that is 11 plus 4, 15. Very nice. Hunter's Mark gives you uh, extra damage? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. You blast the thing, you hear the eye stalk recoil. <laughs> as you hear this thing. Where are you? And you begin to book it off towards Natasha. Yeah, I'm booking it to wherever the hell, wherever the exit is. That's where I'm running. You guys run that way. What's your speed? 30 feet. Okay. You book it 30 feet down the hallway. You know, knowing beholders, you need to get 120 feet away before these eye stalks are no longer in range. Fuck. That is the end of Yaksha's turn. It is the warden's turn. Oh, God. I'm just going to do one on each of you. The one shooting. (laughs) Actually, I guess it can't do Sieni because it can't see you. Or sorry, it can't do Natasha because it can't see you. Yasha. Jesus. It can't do (laughs) Yasha because it can't see you. So Sieni and Natasha both can take one. Natasha's going to take the second one because it was particularly pissed at Natasha. Natasha, let's do your first one. First, go and roll a D10. Six. Uh, Go and make a DC 16 strength saving throw. You can do this with advantage because you're raging. The first one is a 14. And the next one is 17 plus 8. Whatever that is, I made it. You feel (laughs) a telekinetic ray pulse out of this eye, attempt to grab you and pull you back. 
However, you, with Gilly still on your shoulders, bust forward through it and begin to continue down the hallway. Sienny, go ahead and roll a d10. A seven? Oh, no. You make a DC 16 wisdom saving throw. But I think I have a very good wisdom modifier. Let me... Oh, I do. Ooh, baby. 23. Uh, 23. And also, I believe you're a elf, so you are actually immune to any kind of sleep magic. <laughs> you at- nice. He attempts <laughs> to blast you to sleep. You... You've trained with this your whole as a kid. You guys played with sleep magic and like nothing happened. <laughs> Can I fake him out a little bit to make him think I did it? I'm like, <laughs> just kidding, idiot. You feel the entire tunnel rumble with his anger. Idiot. <laughs> you thought I was <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, you, you, you hear uh, from your pocket, Baroshko. That was very funny, man. Keep it up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Natasha, go ahead and roll a d10. All right. Shit. That's a 10. See if I get lucky again. Can you make a dexterity saving throw DC 16? Oh, my God. The first one is an 11. All right, you have advantage. Yep. Oh my god. What? I rolled a nat one. <gasps> you guys book it down the hallway as you guys turn away from this beholder that is the warden of some kind of thing, some kind of prisoner you're not sure that had called out to Yaksha some time ago asking if someone was finally there to save it. You guys are booking it out. Natasha, with Gilly on your shoulders, the petrified bosun, you are beginning to run You turn back and see the three eyes together again, all of them glowing black with little flecks of darkness that you know are not black. They are the absence of light, the absence of life. And you see the beams blast forward towards you. And that's where we're going to end for this week. What the fuck? No, that's not where we end. We're not even out of the tunnel. Oh my god. Natasha is going to die. (laughs) Oh my god. (sighs) Facing off against the death ray of a beholder, Natasha and co. run away. Tune in next week to see who, if any, survive. Natasha is coming. Natasha's gonna fuck your shit up, Ryan. She's coming for you. She's gonna fuck up this beholder and then she come for you. (laughs) (laughs) Bye bye, everybody. Oh, Oh, you're the worst. Hey everybody, this is Brian, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master and the host of Cannon Fodder. Are you interested in brand new playable content, DM tips and tricks, and expanded lore for the Fractured Realms? Then consider checking out the 20-Sided Newsletter, a free bi-monthly email newsletter that delivers tons of cool content and keeps you up to date on all the latest projects within the 20-Sided Podcast universe. To subscribe, you can click on the link in the show notes below or go to 20sidedpodcasts.substack.com. Enjoy.